When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Well, it's the friend zone. With Tim and Guy come to the friend zone. And have a good time. Yes, it's the friend zone. With Tim and Guy. Because making friends is the best idea of all time. Correct. Welcome I'll, along to the friend zone. I'll never get tired of that one. I like that one. I believe you. I believe you. And that's what friendship's about. It's about <laughs> it belief. Really it sounded like you didn't. Yeah, I was deciding if I was going to or not, but I did. Hey, everybody. If you're a masochistic son of a bitch who's tuned in to hear Guy and I smash ourselves around the face and brain with the Max Joseph 2015 Zac Efron attempt at a vehicle, but absolutely a bomb at the box office, we are your friends. You are going to be disappointed. Uh, all of that was in parentheses. Yeah, we regretfully inform you this is a discussion about friendship. Yeah. Our friendship with one another, but more importantly, our friendship with you. And right at the gates, if I may, I'd like to say a huge thank you. I just saw this on Twitter mm. to Colin, or at lol in ruffle in, <laughs> <laughs> whose Twitter bio is purely the words science, bitch. That's uh, good, that's good, strong. He's tweeted out saying a wild minimum Joseph appeared and then included a gif of uh, his cameo mm. or his friend's cameo. I'm not quite clear if it's minimum Joseph or oh, it's, it can't be maximum Joseph, it's his friend. Yeah, minimum Joseph. Yeah, uh, at the party. He's a good looking, enthusiastic dude. He gives James Reed a high five. Uh, so big thank you for you for digging that up, Colin, saving us trying to spot it every week in the goddamn movie. And they've time-coded it and everything. Yeah. 15.30. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, to to us. To no, I don't even. I, I, it's too early to, for me to read a letter out. It's too early. It's too early in the day. I just want to say hello to it's, you guys. It's five a.m. in the morning. We're up at Sparrows Fart doing this. I want to address you. Yeah. Mano Imano. Yeah. Here, here I am doing it. Hello. Here I am. Rock you like a hurricane and talk to you like a gentleman. Yeah. Are you, you good? Yeah, I'm good, man. Good. Um, I'm good. I'm in a good mood. Uh, yeah, I, I've been running a lot lately, and I think that helps. I think that um, I'm generally, I try to be in a good mood, mm. but I think that that does, that regular exercise thing, I always forget to do it, and then when I remember, I always feel a little bit better. Matthew Hatfield writes... <laughs> Hi, boys. Love the podcast and your rapid descent into madness. You've inspired me to watch We Are Your Friends twice, and I expect to watch it several more times by the year's end. One of the main problems I have with the film are the 
than Johnny Depp being without his moustache in the lads intro montage. Hmm. Months before he brutally murders Squirrel, time code, people were sending us time codes, good on you, 347. Uh, is that our boy Brocoli, haven't heard that before, that's good, Brocoli never seems to pay his taxes. Normally this <laughs> normally this wouldn't annoy me or even stand out in a movie, but he receives large amounts of cash in hand and stashes it in his bed for no real reason, maybe to hide it from the government. Maybe he doesn't have the cognitive capacity to pay it. Another problem born due to the absence of his father. Uh, or that I'm trying to read through the pop shield. It's so hard. Uh, or that he thinks <laughs> You're himself very funnily a God, positioned. And that his one banging track is his ticket out of taxes. Regardless of his intentions and in keeping with Tim's dreams of a sequel, the next film starts out with Bro Coley being audited by the IRS, interrupting the aptly named Summerfest and tra- <laughs> the aptly named. Good on you for taking the, the time to think of an adjective to put before... <laughs> Before Summerfest. You know what Summerfest is? Sampling name. It's a festival in summer. God bless them for pointing that out. And good on you, Matthew. Um, let me finish this email, though. Where was I? Summerfest. Dragging, dragging him off to prison, where he has to deal with numerous gangs and French EDM clubs dissatisfied with being there, with his being there. The movie, We Are Out of Friends. <laughs> so named for the huge hulking man that tells Brocoli this in the prison showers moments before an unflinching and traumatic portrayal of prison rape. Wow. Uh, somehow Paige and James Reed get together in an amazing duo to break him out. Something involving sentimental diamonds. Thanks for reading. Matt H. from Scotland. Took a real turn there at the end. Yeah, but it was, a, see that coming. It was a um, powerfully well-considered sequel. And much more heavy-handed than uh, We Are Your Friends, which I think is probably what it needs to push it over the edge from just another sequel to a, a movie that people are going to talk about. Uh, so thank you for that contribution yeah, I, I totally to agree. our friend. Uh, I actually This is a big one for me, Tim. Uh, in the weekend, I did a show in Wellington. Yeah. Uh, and it was really good fun. So thanks to everyone who came along. Uh, but especially thank you to someone by the name of Else Jolliffe. So imagine this. I'm I'm going to the venue to to check in, say, hey, I'm here, I'm I'm excited, and this is before the doors were open, mm. and the owner Vaughan, uh, of VKs, it's a great comedy club if you've been willing to check it out, came up and said, oh, look, hey man, before you go, someone came, uh, someone came by here earlier with this bag for you, and I was like, well, I don't remember needing a bag or requesting a bag from anyone, and he gave me this plastic bag, and inside the bag was a a home like a Tupperware, like a plastic Tupperware container with home-baked Louise slice and a lovely card and written upon the card with the following words. Guy, I am sure of very few things, but here are a couple of them. The latest season of Game of Thrones has been surprisingly adequate. (laughs) Hamilton is a dope piece of historiography. Eggs should not be eaten in tube form. These aren't healthy, though they are gluten-free, but they have the good sense to be rectangular. That was in reference to the slices. Have a good show, and thanks again for suffering for our amusement, Else Joliffe. Now, as I understand it, Else Joliffe didn't come to the show because she said she didn't have her ID uh, and she was too young. Oh. Or not too young, but she didn't have her ID. Perceivably too young. Yeah. Oh, that's so brutal. But a huge, huge thank you to you for the lovely slice. I actually made my friend Praki a piece first, 
just to make sure you hadn't done anything weird to it. Yeah, it's called listener food. <laughs> I'm used to that in radio. When you get sent stuff, you get the intern to eat it first and give it a couple of hours. Uh, but thank you so much. That was honestly, it really made my uh, it really made my day. So thank you. That's fantastic. God, that's nice. Isn't it? You should go do a show in Wellington. See if you can outdo my Louise slice. <laughs> Maybe I will. This is from Tom. Tom writes, Dear Spindly Windly Timbly and Guybrush Threepwood. <laughs> Guybrush. Threepwood. Threepwood. I, I think it's supposed to be threewood. No, nah, I like threepwood. Threepwood. Guybrush Threepwood's the name. <laughs> I'm I an s- architect. I started listening to your dumb dumb podcast on the back of the uh, of my Mabimbam marathon when it came around uh, to Till Death to Us Blart, at which point I listened and thought, hey, this is cool. Is that the guy from Flight of the Concords and Yes Man? And I quickly realized Tim wasn't. <laughs> I've been hooked on ever since. Uh, after embarking on the worst binge listen of all time, and just wanted to say, you chaps are absolute legends. He's added to mimic the New Zealand dialect, and I bloody love your podcast. Keep it up, gents. You are greatly appreciated. Please come and do a UK show. Most importantly, live every moment, love every day. Keep pounding that Java. All hail, all hail the Rat King. Oh wow, lovely. God, these are really. You also he's in a new message. Moments afterwards, he also said, P.S., I plan to sling you blokes some dosh, uh, but I've put that on hold until the pound pulls out of its Brexit-induced nosedive. Can you please read that again in a British accent? Just the the extra bit? P.S., I plan to sling you blokes some dosh, but I've put that on hold. I don't know what British dialect (laughs) this is. Till the pound pulls out of its Brexit-induced nosedive. Very good. We travelled through so many counties in that one <laughs> sentence. That was probably the best uh, British accent in that it was so broad it covered every single <laughs> part of the British Empire. Piss week. Week T. Rebecca. Actually, this isn't Rebecca. Rebecca, spelt with an R-U at the start, writes, Hey, Timbo and Geyser, I couldn't ever think of a better way to spend my lunch breaks than sitting in the Brisbane Botanical Garden and listening to the lovely ramblings of you two bloody Kiwis. When I binge listen to T-W-I-O-A-T, I start thinking in a New Zealand accent. I'm not sure if I should be worried. My boyfriend, who has also sent a message to you guys, and you had to bleep his name out on the friend zone. <laughs> uh, uh, and I may be heading to New Zealand in Feb 2017. Any chance either of you have some tour dates lined up? We'd love to spend some bulk dollaroos on your gigs. Anyway, thank you so much for the hours of entertainment and making me laugh on public transport. Much appreciated with love from Brizzy. Oh, wow. God, the good people of Brisbane, they just keep on giving. They sure do. But anonymously. And that's your question, uh, no. We don't have any plans because we don't make plans that far out. We, I don't know where I'll be in February. No, yeah, February is a long time from now. It's really hard to know. But right. through the medium of this conversation, yeah. we will keep you posted. I've tagged one more as an important one to read, and it's from someone called Will. But I feel like I've done enough reading. Do you want to read it? Yeah, sure, man. I love reading. If you go, I've always prided myself on being a very good sight reader. You are good at it. Bloody good. Thank you. Uh, so if you, if you go on the, the Facebooky. Facebooky. I don't like saying people's last names on yep. this podcast for privacy reasons. So his name is Will J in the messages, and he sent it on uh, June the 30th. All right. I'm 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 digging through the archives. While guys doing that, I'd just like to say to say everyone. Say his name again, please. Will, J, and the initial was J for the last name. Yep. 
I'm on it. It's weird that I've been very um, particular about Will because I say last names all the time. Yeah, no, <laughs> I like people. I like arbitrarily drawing a line of yeah. privacy protection every once in a while. Everyone only else. a few. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. People get it. To hell with you. Uh, so this is uh, from Will Jeffrey, an Australian. Accordingly, I'll read it as such. G'day, Spindly, Timbly, Wimbly, and Guy Guy. Australian here, living in Germany. I was on the bus on the way to work listening to Natal Town this morning and you mentioned the bloke with a punchable face, which prompted me to pull out my phone in order to get in touch. <laughs> Something I thought you two might find interesting is that in the German language, there is a word for that type of person. The word is Backpfeifengeschicht. The etymology of the word is a little strange. Back is the word for cheek and Pfeifeng is to whistle and Gesicht is face. Backpfeifengeschicht is a northern German term popularized in the 19th century as a term for a slap, possibly meaning a slap that whistles towards the cheek. So the full word... Jesus, how many times are you making me say this, motherfucker? <laughs> Backpfeifengeschicht means a slapple face. Close enough, I thought. Also, a mate of mine got me onto the podcast about four months ago. I've barreled through the first two seasons and now up to date. It's been a crazy few months for me as I've faced deportation notices, have had multiple scares at border control, and have been knocked back by the visa office a couple of times. It's all starting to settle down now, thankfully, but though all the madness, through all the madness, two things remain constant. My girlfriend's support, new boys talking absolute fucking rubbish. I thank you for it. By the way, the addition of the, the, addition of the Friends Only episode is a welcome change. Good luck with this last season. If you boys are ever in the neighbourhood, Hamburg, Germany, hit me up for somewhere to crash. Free drinking tour included. Cheers, Will. Will, who is who I am, I'm a good guy. And I'd like to thank myself, in character as myself, for being such a, a keen listener and a, a fine writer and a, quite the linguist. I've studied languages at university before, presumably, because I sure seem to know a lot about the etymology of German words. Presumably, I speak two languages, which is great. This is insane hearing you address yourself. 
<laughs> and character is a fan who sent us a letter. That's that's something else. Um, those are my favourite kind of messages to get, though. Guys like, oh, g'day, I'm a guy here who had a whole lot of shit go wrong, and I was listening to your podcast while it was happening. So yeah, it sounds like you might it. have been doing some vaguely illegal stuff. Oh, you had absolutely. No- <laughs> it sounds like you are really just ignoring uh, immigration laws. At no point did you say, which was bullshit because I wasn't doing anything wrong. Anyway, I'm going to read uh, some emails that have come through. This one's from Valerie. Hey, Timbo and Flash. You guys are my favorite. Yes, please. You guys are my favorite F-boys. In episode six, you guys had a long discussion about money laundering. A few years ago, I was watching a TV program called The Marriage Ref. This brought on comedians and had them adjudicate light marital disputes. That's a fucking dynamite concept. <laughs> Holy shit. I would good. watch that. Oh, that's so good. Um, well-known germaphobe Howie Mendel was on the program. He spoke in length about how his wife launders all of his money. Speaking of washing it and not hiding it from the government. Oh, so literally <laughs> laundering it. Uh, zero of the people on the show brackets five other people made any kind of comment as to how that is commonly used phrase for a criminal act and all behaved like using it to mean cleaning money was not at all weird or unusual i've not been able to forget this conversation since you guys reminded me of it with your talk of money washing i was so excited to have a reason to share this bonkers situation with someone it was a real win for me i don't (laughs) I don't often have a reason to bring up a really bad cancelled show from five years ago. Have an amazing day, Valerie Austin. <laughs> Valerie, well, I'm so happy for you as well. That's great. That's just You guys great. were talking about something and it reminded me of something else. Yeah, and I had you know. It's fucking awesome. Uh, this person... Can I read out the next email, please? Yeah. Oh, it's just fucking hard because of the yeah, cables and shit. This one's a... Well, I'll do this one because it's short, and then I'll find a big one and give it to you. This person says, have you ever seen or heard of the movie End of Days with Arnold Schwarzenegger? That movie is absolutely ridiculous. I think it would be prime material for your next movie. So sorry to tell you first name, last name, which is what they've got in the email address. Um, not you shouldn't say happen. their full name, Tim. Not going to happen. We do. This is the last season of this, this podcast. This is the limp victory lap as we drag ourselves around the stadium just, to just our emptying fans. Oh, God. Oh, see, it's gone. Pe- oh, oh, it's all hard, isn't it? No, it's okay. People go. love this stuff. <laughs> that what you just heard was Guy and I passing a laptop between each other without trying to like disconnect. That's the right. That's the that's the content you want. Uh, so, from Emily in Phoenix, Arizona. Okay, sure. You, you can't see, but Guy and I just both shrugged at each other <laughs> as if to say, "Yeah, that'll do for Phoenix." <laughs> Dear friends, <laughs> Phoenix via text edit. Dear friends, writing to say that my boyfriend Brock and I, Emily, are in fact your friends. Thank you so much for continuing the effort for being friends to each other and being friends to us. Brock sends you tweets and I like Instas. That's how we stay in touch. <laughs> we started listening from the beginning while well, you guys were already in season two while we were on vacation in New York City. Little did we know at that point you had been, begun suffering through sex in the city too. Fun story with that. My girlfriends and I saw it in theaters. My quirky friend wore a turban. <laughs> there's, a, there's, there's a bit to unpack just out of that one idea. First of all, I love that you've assigned one friend to be the quirky friend in your group. I like that. And That's the, their role. The quirky friend sounds more like the racist friend. Potentially. Yeah. 
Which is, she's got a fun and interesting take on situations. She'll go to a dress-up party in blackface and won't see the problem with it. You know, she's that she's one. She's stoking the conversational fire. She's just quirky. Nevertheless, we did so much binge listening that we began talking to each other in Kiwi accents. Sometimes I do that too. Until a true Kiwi asked us for directions on the metro. We introduced him to the podcast. Don't know if he started listening, and I can't remember what his name is, but it was a nice icing on the cake to the experience. Anyway, Brock and I are big-time fans. There must be pretty good Kiwi accents if some, a New Zealander thought they were a New Zealander. Yeah, on but there. did they get away with it? That's what, uh, it's, it's not it's, ambiguous. Uh, that's, that, that's deliberately ambiguous, Tim. Mm. Uh, anyways, Brock and I are big-time fans. We live in Phoenix, Arizona, where it's hotter than Hades, June to August, and we're almost able to drive out to L.A. while you were here. I'll be supporting the troops, hashtag never change, and we'll continue being friends on Twitter, Instagram, etc. If you could please shout out to Brian Ambrosius as we're working hard on getting Brock's BFFFL, best friend forever for life. It goes on, but I won't bore you to listen in. Thank you, friends. Neither of you are really sons of bitches. Brian, you fucking plebeian. If you're not listening to this podcast by now, you've got some serious splaining to do to Emily and Brock. I'm not fucking happy, and I will These not take this sound much like longer. Happy, if not unstable people who are willing to drive around extended you know, period, speaking in different accents. They're freaky people. Your friendship is on the line here. I would not get on the wrong side of this couple. Brian, if you think that Emily's got a friend who she's coined is quirky because she's clearly a racist, can you imagine what the friend she calls racist is capable of? Because she's got one of those. You she's got a quirky yeah. friend and what she has deemed a racist friend. This is a public safety announcement for Brian Ambrosius. Start listening to the podcast before it's too late. For the love of God. I'm glad that we could clear that up for them, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, should I get you another one? Get you another email? I feel like we've had plenty of friendship. There's been a lot. There's been a lot. But we get, we get a few emails and, uh, you know, people like hearing them. Uh, <laughs> Do they? Oh, the people who write them, I mean. <laughs> Holy shit, what is this I've stumbled onto? Someone sent us an email. Oh, I don't think I should read this one out. I'm going to start reading it and we'll see how far we get. I'll make, an, I'll make an alarm noise if I think it's becoming... Oh, okay. I think what they've done is they've got an IMDB Pro page and they've taken a screenshot of Zac Efron's actual contact information, like his agent and stuff. Oh. I, that, that's why like, I saw a lot of phone numbers and things. I was like, oh, this... <laughs> this. A lot of details. Um, I'll just start reading it. It's from Alice Deer. Oh, don't know if I should have said that. <laughs> <laughs> Hi Tim, I listened to the show and heard the pair of you mention recently that you'd love to meet up with Zach Efron uh, for a grand finale of the season. I know you both shrugged it off as way out of your league, but honestly, I think you're underestimating yourselves. I'll be Efron and his managers would bloody love an opportunity to do some original publicity with a popular podcast, especially since he's trying to distance himself from that high school musical nonsense. I use IMDb Pro for my work and have pulled the relevant people's contacts off it for you guys to approach Zach Efron's people. Call up his publicist. I'm not going to give the rest of the email off, uh, but he says, good luck. Hope it comes off. Love the show, Al. And there we go. We've Is got that, his uh, Alice, It wasn't the name Alice? Al- Alistair. Oh. Which is a guy's name. Alistair. Alistair. A-L-A-S-D-A-I-R. Alistair. D-A-I-R. Have you not met an Alistair before? Uh, They're very particular about it. I'm not, I can imagine they would be. I've met a few Alistairs I haven't met a time. single Alistair. Good people. Good people. Alistair. It's so many names in a name. Gee whiz. you got it going on. Hey, thanks for sending us that, Al. Really yeah. appreciate it. Capital work. And you know what? You also, Maybe we will get yeah, in touch with them. You also kind of uh, put out a blueprint for how to approach the people with the pitch. So thank you for that. You did half the work for us. True that. For what? A sequel? 
Uh, no, for saying you could pitch it like this. Oh, I see what you're saying. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. We've got a roadmap. Yeah. To that Alistair no, gave no, us. Not a roadmap. We've got like a menu. No, 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 no. No, let me re- rethink this. We've got a, uh, uh, a brochure. Blueprint? It doesn't, no, 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 not a blueprint per se. It's a like bus a bus timetable. Like an advert for it. Like a, like a shiny, we've got a trailer. No, 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 you can't really use that because it's a film word. We've got a, uh, I'm going to work on this and we'll see you guys later. (laughs) Yeah, we will. When we watch We Are Your Friends for the 11th time. Well, it's the friend zone. Will Tim and Guy come to the friend zone and have a good time? Yes, it's the friend zone. Will Tim and Guy, because making friends is the best idea of all time. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.